Do you like exclusive stuff? Yes, yes sir. sir. Do you like having access to your favourite podcast hosts in a way like never before? Yeah, absolutely. Do you wish you had access to our old Survivor Oz episodes that you can't find anywhere else online? Oh, yeah. If you answered yes to one, two or all of those questions, then get excited because the Oz Network is now on Patreon. <laughs> That's right, your favourite podcast has jumped on the Patreon bandwagon to enable a better listening experience for you, our listener. For more details, simply head to www.patreon.com forward slash oznetwork where you can sign up for as little as $3 a month. It'll be the best decision you make since that last bad one you made. You're listening to the Oz Movies Podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Amazing Race coverage here on the Oz Network. We're not the Amazing Race, we're the Oz Network. Um, we're here to talk about the Amazing Race. I've done this before. Um, we're here to talk about episode 6, Amazing Race, 33. They're on private charters. We're in a fucked up Skype call. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Rossi. And I'm here with the staple researcher of the podcast, Kristen. Hello. Hi. I, I missed you guys last week. I, li- I listened to you. Any hot takes? Any big disses? Were we way off base? Um, I feel like there was something I don't remember, but I did like hearing Colin just repeatedly talk about nuts. It was fun. <laughs> there was a lot of really fun out-of-context lines. <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately, we're not a bigger podcast. Otherwise, we get our own out of context yeah. Twitter account. <laughs> I thought about making a couple tweets, but I didn't. Well, your enthusiasm is appreciated. <laughs> uh, now, to our stable researcher, to our other, you know, regular podcast listener, and someone who doesn't watch the episode as they're recording, it's Jared. Hello. Hello. It's it's good to be back. Are you done? You all caught up now? Yeah, I am. Yeah. All right, you finished? Mm-hmm. Good. Any thoughts on last week's podcast? Any hot takes? No hot takes. <laughs> oh, good. We're all cool and even. He thought it was really good, though, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When we talked about the challenges and the and the teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that bit. <laughs> yeah, we'll try and recreate it for this episode, too. <laughs> but anyway, we're here. Colin's out. Uh, he was very enthusiastic about that non-elimination last episode. <laughs> Uh, so he decided not to come back for the actual elimination episode, although it was a little bit of a fizzle for the team that left. But some of us like this episode, even though we can't remember what's in it, but I'm sure we'll get through all the talking points, all the challenges. Uh, I thought it was kind of a weird episode just because they built up Ryan and Dusty leaving and then they didn't leave. And then oh, Lulu and Lala's in big danger and then they didn't end up leaving. Uh, Jared, since you recently just watched it, any General thoughts on the episode? I didn't mind it. It just felt really, um, it just felt like it was really short. I just, I know, like, well, I suppose we'll get to, like, the roadblock and stuff, and I know that there was overtaking there, but it really didn't feel like there was much opportunity for overtaking, even though it happened. Um, so I kind of think we lucked out, because this could have been a very obvious episode. Kristen, do you have any general thoughts, or should I just keep going? Um, I remember liking it. I don't remember why, but I did actually enjoy this episode. I liked the lead changes. I thought it was fun. I, I mean, you know, spoiler alert, like I liked 
Like, even though I was not rooting for Ryan and Dusty, like, I thought it was really impressive how they did and how they came back from that. So that, those are my initial thoughts. More than I expected, so. <laughs> Uh, but we'll get into the actual thing. So you actually have comments to say other than good, I think. <laughs> okay. Uh, the episode, uh, they kind of do their traditional flashback of last week, but the episode starts with all the teams getting on the special amazing race charter jet that they're like privately booking for this, this time being. I think it was such a, it's a cool, like unique start to the race. Obviously we've never seen this done before. The thing that, blew my mind about watching it is the concept of getting on a plane with no idea of where it's going like Phil's like where the teams are asking Phil's like where we're we going and he's like oh I'm not gonna say it's just the weirdest thing like because normally we spend hundreds of dollars to get on a plane to go somewhere but like it's just it just blew my mind that these teams are just like going on a plane random and like you have no idea where it's going and so they're but they're traveling to Corsica which is a part of France I did not know that or that there was an island there, but now we know. Um, hopefully no one is a really big geography person. Like, wow, you're an idiot. Okay, good. Neither. Not either. not me. Not me. Yeah, I feel like you can be <laughs> forgiven for not knowing where Corsica is. All right. Are they a part of Eurovision? They're not. Uh, oh, okay. I suppose they just fall under the, the country of France, so oh. they don't get their own team. New, a new territory for them. Maybe we should get the campaign going for that. Anyway, so they start there. It was like they're just like at a random location that they have to start at. Uh, and they have to then travel to the Citadel where they're picking up like a huge container of like goat's milk, which will be important for either side of the detour, which I thought was a cool little element to have. Like not only do they have to pick up a clue, but they have to get like a prop that they'll end up using in some fashion throughout the episode. And unlike last episode, this one they were doing self or not self-driving they were doing you know like special taxis and special rides which i thought was like unique like not unique, interesting to see especially in like the new way like it's not like a traditional like oh they're in the big city they're gonna get a cab so it was like a little different was i the only one kristen do you feel that was like a weird like or unique thing or is that just like you're picking apart too much I didn't even really think about it. I feel like it wasn't a big part of the episode. I kind of feel like everything, like, I don't actually know, but I kind of feel like everything was pretty close together. And that, like, I, maybe I'm making that, but I don't feel like they drove, you know, all the way across the country in this in this episode. Like, I feel like it was all pretty, like, like in a, in a pretty small area and that, like, the driving didn't seem to make that much of a difference. So if it doesn't make that much of a difference, I don't even really pay attention. No, we can rely on you for that. <laughs> Jared, as someone who just watched the episode, did it stand out to you? Or is that just me? No, it was a bit odd. And I suppose it, it takes away the um, the element of, I mean, part of the fun with taxis is like the um, randomness of are you going to get a good cab driver or not? And here it felt like, well, they're all probably going to be pretty similar because they know exactly where they're going and where they have to take. Like the teams, it wasn't the teams asking them to drive them somewhere. Like they knew ahead of time. It was just weird to me that they had to like swap cars partway, um, but they didn't really explain why. Like I'm assuming it was something to do with like the roads near like the villages or whatever, but I don't know, it's just weird. It's like hop out and oh, they're, okay, they're going to self-drive in these jeeps. So then it's like, no, they're not driving it. It's their driver's helping out of the cab, cab as well. It was just an odd one for them not to explain why they had to change cars. 
And then at the end of the episode, they have to, like, get back in their, like, original van or whatever. And, like, the whole thing is, like, leave your bag in this van. Like, it was just, like, a weird, like, pre, like, like, it was almost like this car was on a track and it just had to go to the places. More so than, like, a taxi. Like you said, the, the unpredictableness of a taxi or traffic, like, it took away a little bit. But I guess that added to the fact that the te- like Kristen said the teams were so close and it made it for- feel like more like a, a challenge base like you gotta really like every minute really counted because you were like the team was right behind you so I think it has it had it pros and cons I think it was just a unique situation we really haven't seen too much which is making this a special season in a uh, traditional fashion of pretty much most of my notes are quotes that Ryan and Dusty are now saying in the revival of the season. Yes, there was a good one, and I was like, Rossi better have written this one down. I don't remember what it was, but there was a really good one. So at the beginning, they were talking about, like, feeling the pressure, like, if teams aren't targeting us, they, like, there's little whispers, like, and they were talking to them about being birds. Uh Uh-huh, that one. And he said, what those birds don't know is I'm a sneaky little tomcat, and I'm going (laughs) to climb up there and eat all their little eggs and them. I love him. I was laughing so hard this episode. I think they're so funny. Yeah, Darren, they listened to you this podcast or something because <laughs> they they came back strong. They did. I they love it. They just they got a personality. I'm so happy for them. It's just it's made it so much better. There's so much like, and this episode as well, seeing them struggle, like everything is just like perfect with that team. Like at the moment, yeah, it's. Nice, like, obviously Kristen said, like, she's not rooting for them, but it's nice to see, like, something different. Like, we haven't, this is the first time they've ever been at the back of the pack, let alone last. Mm-hmm. So, like, to see them, like, feel the pressure and, like, you know, sometimes teams get, like, like, amped up when they're in that pressure situation. So, like, I felt that with them. And, like, I'm just going to say it now. When they get to the end and they, like, rip off their uh, <laughs> their jackets. <laughs> And the girls are like, they're just trying to show off at this point. It was just so good. The, the look on the greeter's face. Like, he was so unimpressed. He, like, gave a thumbs up to the girls, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so funny. Yeah, I, like, I hate their, like, like, stereotype, I guess. Like, there's always this just, like, really strong two white men. And, like, but th- these two are so much better than that typical stereotype. Like, I love that they got a personality over the 19 months. Like, they are a fantastic team. I love watching them. Yeah, and this is, like, not the team that, like, when you look at the cast pictures, you're like, oh, they're going to be, like, generic. Mm-hmm. But, like, since the Redux, they've come back <laughs> richer and more, uh, <laughs> like, uh, personable. Like, the last three episodes I've had was just no- quotes of Ryan or <laughs> Dusty. I don't even know the difference. I think it's usually Dusty making the Dusty. comments. Okay. Like, Ryan's the one who, like, so he's obviously the one who went to jail, but he's the one who, like, is the much more relaxed one where, like, when he was sitting there just stirring the pot, like, physically stirring the pot, not, like, creating drama. <laughs> and, uh, and Dusty is just pacing like I think that they actually work together really well because if they were two dusties like they would not be able to function on this race or as in like true archetype fashion two Ryans which is just like we got to get the challenge done and then yeah. move on and then well then they'd be boring yeah they'd be the yeah. typical team so um, I, they're a great team yeah they're like both like hot and cold and they work so well and now they're so much better than they were before so yeah. they're great and then other teams were talking about how they're going to change throughout the race, like, throughout this leg. 
Kim's adopting a new personality, she said. She's like, I'm going to be calm. I'm going to go with the flow. I'm not going to stress. And pretty much it worked out for them, pretty much. They they just, like, went with whatever was going on. And This was weird. The, the new Kim energy was weird. <laughs> Did we not like it? I just was like, how is this any different from your old energy? <laughs> to me, like, she already was, like, really, like, enjoying it and having fun and not stressing out and, like, they were never getting mad at each other or anything. And then all of a sudden it's like, I need this new Kim energy because I'm just not just not enjoying the race. I'm not having enough fun. I'm, I'm, I guess kind of, like, last leg, maybe, like, she was stressed out because of the bungee jump. But I was like, it looks like they've been having fun, like, the whole way through. It was just odd. It's like, surely this is something that should be coming from, like, Sherry and Akbar, not, like, mm-hmm. Kim and Ben. Hey, don't you, don't you diss the Division One athletes here. Come on. <laughs> this is their tribute episode. We can't be good. Uh, speaking of, Sherry and Akbar, they were talking, like, Akbar was talking in, like, the little taxi or whatever, and he's like, my goal is to, and then Sherry's like, our goal. And it's just like, my goal is to be more, our goal is to be more in sync. And it's just like, well, off to a great start. Things you can't com- communicate that your world's working on this. And it was just a, a downslope for that. But I thought that was like a little funny moment that like, he's like, my goal. But she's like, no, no, we're working together. Come on. And so most of the teams get there, except Akbar and Cherry go a little bit slower than the other teams. Uh, they didn't sell how high they had to climb up. Like, I feel like, because it looks like some of the teams just got there, but, like, for some reason, they, like, Akbar and Sherry arrive, and all of a sudden it's like, I'm out of breath. Hold on. And it's like, we I have no idea how far they traveled. They could have taken two steps, or they could have been, like, doing that for five minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, the race didn't sell to me how long it was on, like, last episode with the steps. Like, this just looked like she's hopped out of the taxi and, like, lost her balance and, like, couldn't breathe or something. <laughs> but they haven't, all the teams got there, and... Uh, they have to choose the detour, which is say cheese or mule, please, uh, <laughs> which are fun names. Um, and the cheese making was say cheese was cheese making where you had to make this cheese with the goat's milk that you got or mule, please, which is loading up a harness to a mule and adding all the stuff to it to make sure that it would get from point A to point B. And this is where we get, you know, Dusty coming in. He's like, I've made cheese before. <laughs> That's going to be so easy. That is up my alley. And he, like, then convinces the twins, Lulu and Lala, like, listen, let's all do this together. I got it. If you need help, rely on me. <laughs> and that could have not been quickly spoiled. <laughs> that was because Dusty proved to be nothing but a hot train wreck at the end. <laughs> Being paranoid, saying we should switch, then not switching, then convincing Ryan, maybe Ryan, oh, maybe we should switch, and then we had to turn off the flame, but I don't know how to turn it back on. So let's just turn off the flame anyway. Um, and then it's not hot enough. It was the quickest flame out of like challenge. It was so good. Especially when a team's like confident that they know I can do that. Like, and then it quickly just turns so bad. Kristen, talk this up. This is great. I was laughing so hard. I don't know if anybody else here, like, yells at their TV. Like, I'm always out loud yelling at my TV. Like, every three minutes, I'm just like, yeah, remember that one time that Dusty made cheese? He knows how to do this. Like, it was so funny. Like, it was so obvious what they were doing wrong. It was, like, the second. He clearly doesn't know how to cook because it's, like, you know, you get it to a temperature and then you kind of let it simmer. And it's, like, 
No, it gets to the temperature and he just turns off the heat every single time and couldn't figure out what was going wrong. And it was like, this was like an iconic moment of the race. It was so funny. He was losing his goddamn mind and I loved it. It was so good. Like, it's the concept of like, I talk about my notes. Like, it's the concept of like, when you bake, you don't open the oven to like, yeah, yeah. check it. Like, cause you like ruin the temperature mm-hmm. of like what it is. And so when you turn it off, it then gets cold. And so he's never going to hit the temperature. <laughs> it just blew my mind that like, he was like, I've done this before. <laughs> you haven't done this before. Like, you've boiled water before. <laughs> like, you don't just turn off the water when, like, the water is boiling too much. Oh, I got to turn it off. Like, you just let it go down. You, like, cool it down a little. It just, like, basic things, like, went out the window for him. Yeah, I think maybe he, like, ate cheese one time or something. Like, I think he was confused. <laughs> yeah, he went to, like, a wine bar and had some cheese, and then, <laughs> yeah. like, maybe he, like, drunk interpreted that, oh, I made that cheese. <laughs> like... Jared, this the iconic moment of the season, right? Yeah, this was so good. I just love that it was like the panic set in so quickly. Like other teams hadn't <laughs> even shown up yet. And the panic was just like straight away like, oh, oh we should we should think we should have picked the other one. It's the temperature's taking so long <laughs> to, to heat up. And I just what what added to this was the fact that one, like they didn't go back and like check the demonstration or anything to see that like the lady clearly still had like the heat turned on while she was making the cheese. Two, like all the other teams around them are making che- cheese. They don't think to like ask them, like, did you turn the flame off or just look and see, oh, they haven't turned the flame off. That's what I got to do. It was just such a, such a mess. And the panic was just so insane. And him, like we mentioned, pacing back and forth and then <laughs> like the complete opposite of Ryan just like, sitting there like stirring the pot with like with like the thermometer which is so comical and hilarious yeah I think everyone's right I don't think he's made cheese before I feel like like maybe he made like cream or like was beating cream and then beat it too much and accidentally made like butter and 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 is thinking it's a similar process because this was just terrible yeah, we would, like, make ice cream in high school. Like, maybe he did that once where you can just put, like, cream in, like, a bag with sugar and stuff. And then you put ice cubes in a second bag and you just shake it and it makes ice cream. Maybe that's what he was thinking of. Yeah, or, like, some sort of easy-bake home kit or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe his uh, son was cooking something and that kind of thing. Uh, his, his eight-month-old son. Yeah. <laughs> but, like... The thing, and then it kept getting worse and worse and worse. Like, like Jared said, it started instantly, the paranoia. Mm -hmm. It's like, it didn't take two minutes. Why are we failing? (laughs) And then, like, it got worse when Kim and Penn and the flight attendants, they, like, had to pass them to go to the other detour. And so it's like, oh, should we switch now? They're right there. And it's just like, you could not, like, comprehend anything. And then, like, some of the other teams, like, when Akbar and Sherry got there, like, I noted that, like, Sherry is like, why don't we turn the heat on now and then come back later and check on her? Mm-hmm. Like, they were, like, preparing to start, bait, like, cooking it so that it'll get warm by the time that they get to the temperature. And, and like, they were thinking ahead, but, like, Dusty could not process any of it. And, like, you guys said, the other teams were there. Like, there's no reason that they should have been this, like, out of sorts on, like, a challenge. Yeah, neither like, of them have ever cooked one thing in their life. I'm certain of it. <laughs> Probably. Like maybe so in the mi- maybe in the microwave, but I'm sure that he's never cooked anything for real on the stove. Mm. 
I just love that it was a random lady coming over too to like relight the stove every time. Like it wasn't them doing it. It's just this other lady like offside who obviously that's her job to do it at that, um, at that detour. And it just, it I was like, this lady must just be having such a hard time not laughing. And the fact that they're constantly calling her back <laughs> over to like, Oh, relight it. It's, it's below 85 degrees now. We need you back. We need it hot again. Like it's just, Oh, so good. Well, they were, I felt like they were fueled by her like having that job. Because I feel like if they had to do it, like, they might not have done it as much. I feel like, I don't know, I felt like they were egged on by, like, oh, we can just get her to turn it on real quick. Like, I just felt like that was, like, a part of, like, them doing it. I don't know if that was, like, what they're actually thinking or, like, their thought process. But it just seemed like someone else having to do that job made it easier for them to just, like, ask for it. And it didn't seem like an inconvenience. Like, she just kept doing it every time. So... I would say, I don't know how they would penalize that if they never thought someone would just turn the oven stove off, like, constantly to bake the cheese. But, yeah, another challenge this season that was stupidly simple. You just boil the stuff, put it in, and stir it. But, like, the team, like, a certain team just made it way more complicated than it had to be. Although yeah, the mail challenge was more ridiculously <laughs> easy than this, but... Yeah, no one else seemed to have an issue with this. So I don't think it was actually that complicated. Like, I thought, oh, maybe this is, like, really difficult to get it to the right temperature. And, like, oh, is it going to burn if they, like, you know, leave it in there? No, like, it didn't seem like it was difficult at all. Like, the sausage challenge last episode was harder than this. Yeah. And that was simple, too. Mm -hmm. Mm. The thing, too, that they're, like, the judge wasn't tasting the cheese at the end. Like, who cares if it was burnt? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they weren't going to, like, the little burnt pieces at the bottom, they're not going to see that. Yeah. They just like put it in the little shed and walked away. The other side of the detour was a lot less boring, a lot more boring. Mm-hmm. Um, not less boring. <laughs> but pretty much the teams just had to load up the mule and they sell it like, oh, you know, animals, they can be so like unpredictable and especially like, you know, mules or donkeys, they're not controllable as well. Um, but when you have to go like 20 steps in the direction of the shed, like it's not that hard. Like I was, like very upset at how easy that other side of the detour was in comparison. Obviously it made it like egged on like Bessie for his like panic, which was enjoyable. But like, other than that, this side, it was so boring, so easy. Like it's kind of a shock that they didn't switch sooner than they did. If that was so Mm -hmm. easy, like it was just so bad. And like, they were like trying to add in those, like, Oh, they're missing the strap here. And then they zoom in on the screen but it was, like, two little things, and that was it. We didn't even see Ryan and Dusty mess up. Like, even if they did, like, we didn't see it. Like, it was just so boring. And I'm glad that they, like, cued in on those little details, because sometimes they're just, sometimes they get told what they're what they're supposed to do. Like, I think we complained earlier this season about the cakes, when they were, like, they told them what flag was wrong or whatever. Yeah. Like, at least they didn't say, oh, your blah, blah, blah is wrong. Fix this or whatever. They just said, nope, not good. So at least there was some judging that, like, didn't interfere with the interestingness of it. But, yeah, it just didn't sell. Kristen, I assume you were saying it was boring, right? Yeah, I honestly don't have anything to say about it. Like, it was, it seemed really easy. No one really seemed to struggle. It, yeah, I have nothing to say I about mean, it. we did get a great name from the flight attendants, which I forgot that they named it after their boyfriends. Yeah. Old Tony, um, which they said with an Italian accent, <laughs> which I thought was such a funny thing. Jared, you you a fan of Coltoni? I am. I I don't know if the boyfriends would have been too happy with that comment, but you know, um, 
it was a uh, reliable, agreeable mule, so they can't complain too much. Yeah, so was every other mule we saw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mules in Corsica just living their best life, you know, nothing to complain about. Yeah, I just think back on so many, like, Amazing Race iconic moments, like, from Colin, like, my ox is broken, like, and then this was nothing like that. Mm. This would be, like, on the worst of highlights for animals, like, they did so well. And they, like, Kim was like, oh, maybe he's, like, getting a little restless or something at one point, but no, the animals were fine, they were just, like chained up and then they moved them to like 10 steps to the shed and that was it it was boring but thankfully the teams were out of there pretty quickly and it upset ryan and dusty a little bit more so they got more frazzled um but thankfully uh we moved out of there pretty quickly and so um most of the teams ryan and dusty who end up switching detours the other side uh but we had the great moment where ryan and dusty had to push the car up the hill because (laughs) It, like, stalled on the little incline. And that was great. And, like, in confessional, Dusty's, like, on top of failing at this challenge, we now have to, like, get out and shove the car up the hill. And it was just putting more pressure on them. I loved when, like, that happened. There's just, like, more setbacks for them. Uh, and then, obviously, this is the first time that we've seen them at all at the back of the pack. Sorry, Christine, go ahead. What I was going to say was, like, what was funny was they were telling the the driver, they were, like, oh, you're stuck on a guardrail or something. And I'm like, if he wasn't stuck on a guardrail, they'd be down the hill. Like, it's good that you're stuck on a guardrail. Like, I, I didn't know what he was, like, complaining about because, like, they would have been in the ditch if they weren't stuck there. So I think that was a good thing. <laughs> but they couldn't move forward if they were stuck on the guardrail. Yeah. They only know forward. They're a yeah. team that only goes ahead. They don't look back. Uh-huh. Jared, you could push the car up the hill, right? Oh, you know, I just loved in this that they were pushing it and it got to a point where, like, the car had obviously started and they're, like, to the driver, like, is it going? Is it going? Is it going? And obviously the driver gave them some signal, but it wasn't, like, audible. So then just all of a sudden you just see them, like, chasing after and trying to jump in the car while it's moving. It was so dramatic, too. Like, they, I think they used it to, like, like uh end cap like right before a, an ad like it was so it was so dramatic and unnecessary but i did like it then yeah. jumping in the car and they're like go go it's like well the driver didn't even slow down from our perspective <laughs> so it's like what was supposed to happen yeah <laughs> yeah it was just a funny thing like it wasn't sharing Akbar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah sharing Akbar chasing the car up the hill <laughs> oh no but they're, hey, they're Division One athletes. They know how to get mm-hmm. it done. They could have got it. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, most of the teams move on after they push up the car up the hill. Then they get to this location where they do the roadblock. Um, oh, they have to get out of their one special taxi and get it, like, get into the other car that they started with. And then they have to go to the deep roadblock, uh, which is essentially just like a trek down the river. And then somewhere along the way is the hidden clue. It was surprisingly like really pretty challenge. This is one of the ones that would be like super fun to do. It looked really cool. Um, and surprisingly had a lot of like lead changes. This is not like a challenge where you'd expect lead changes, like especially in a, like, like a single file line challenge where it's like, I'm just moving along the course. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause we saw this kind of similar challenge with Sherry on the mountain, but there weren't many lead changes in that. Like maybe one, if anything, like, this one had, like, so many. Like, so many teams were getting overlapped in each other. You know, uh, the girls were helping each other. Like, Lulu or Lala, I don't know which one did it. 
was helping the flight attendants and then like they just like lapped her and left her and then she was complaining and then you know sherry and akbar got there quite early but then they ended up leaving last and, and it was just so many like overtakes that i thought it was more interesting than i thought it was from the outset Kristen, did you love the challenger yeah, I was thinking, though, I thought somebody was going to, like, miss the clue. Like, I assume, would they have had to do the whole thing again? I missed that. But, like, I was kind of hoping that would happen to somebody, that they wouldn't see it, and they'd have to, like, go do it again. Um, like, I thought it, yeah, it was fine. I thought it was, you know, it was physical. It was, you know, somewhat difficult. It was pretty to watch. I had no issue with it. It seemed like, like you said, like, oh, you missed the clue. You got to go back and do it again. But, like, so many of the teams, like, slid down that little rock, and then they looked back, and it's like, oh, there it is. Yeah. And then they, like, climbed up the back of the rock to get it. Mm-hmm. But, I wanted somebody to miss it. Yeah, I, would, I mean, it would have probably been a little bit more of a close and shut who was getting eliminated, though. That's that's true. So, in some ways, I'm like, I'm glad no one missed it. But, Jared, do you love this challenge, too? Uh, Not my favorite. I kind of oh. wish the clue was harder to find. Um. And maybe, I like, feel, if there were multiple hidden. Mm, I feel like they hidden. lucked out with the overtaking. I feel like normally this would have been very, like, open and shut. Whoever's on the course first is out of the course first. I feel like it's not really designed for people to go past each other. So I think they kind of got lucky that they had such a physical team at the back of the pack. Yeah, it, it, but even then, like, I mean, well, it's not that hard, but even Arun overtook Akbar. Mm. And so, like, there was even stuff on that, and, like, the girls were helping each other, and then one was just like, all right, we got the clues, bye. Like, so, like, there was a little bit of extra stuff in there, I think, that, like, added to it. Um, when, when uh, who, I think it was, was Ryan doing it? Yeah. Missing. Okay, Ryan did it. I've, like, I've, I've officially learned who everybody is except for the twins. Like, they're the only ones that I have not figured out how to tell apart. I, I know Sherry and Akbar apart. Like, no, I mean, like, the same <laughs> sex teams I learned on this last episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Ryan, um, <laughs> when he got the clue, he just grabbed the whole stick and was just like carrying that whole stick instead of untying the clue to take with him. I thought that was funny. I didn't even catch that. It was so quick, so <laughs> I just noted that like in a wide shot, he was holding it. But, uh, and then slowly, surely, teams are getting picked up at like the roadblock, and we see a lot of confusion as like someone, a girl, is screaming, and and like they thought it was Lulu or Lala, but no, it was the other girls and, and everything. So. Teams slowly get in there, and then obviously we left poor Sherry left alone at the challenge, and so far stuck in the river or whatever. And then they have to get the clue, which tells them they have to go to the pit stop, but this is like a little extra special. They have to kayak to the pit stop, so they have to like blow up this boat, and then they travel down the river or whatever to get to Phil at this like scenic location. Uh, I thought it was a fun twist to you know the challenge, like it was not just get in your preordained taxi that's going on a pre-planned route to get to the pit stop it was something like a little extra added to it and unfortunately for our poor eliminated team it was more physical challenges that they were unfortunately not ready for but we even had more lead overtakes in this like Lulu and Nala got their second and they messed up their bags so they had to go bring their bags all the way back and then ended up almost getting last because of this and they couldn't like coordinate in the kayak and then most of the other teams got it pretty straight away. But I thought it was, even if the ending was kind of, oh, obvious who was going to go home at a certain point, it still made it, like, exciting to watch because, like, Ryan and Dusty were, like, pushing to get from the back. And 
Lulu and Lala had their like mess ups and they couldn't even maneuver. The twins who should be most in sync were not in sync at all for the kayaking. And it, it made it for a lot more of an exciting race to the pit stop than like would have been if they just had to get out of their cab or whatever. Kristen, was this the end of all ends for you? Did you love it? No, I wouldn't oh. call it the end of all ends. <laughs> all right, I'm trying to get some hype out of you. Come on. No, I, I thought I did like that there was something extra, like an extra task, because I do. I think Jared mentioned earlier, like, sometimes I'm like they'll they'll be like reading the clue and it's, uh you know, go, go meet Phil at the next at the next pit stop. And I'm like, wait, they're done already. Like, I almost feel like like the episodes have felt so short to me, like that there's not like enough crammed into the episode. And I kind of get that they can't do that many tasks with, like, the COVID precautions and everything. But, like, with with this, I kind of like that there was something else for them to do, just because I feel like there are they are a little bit low on tasks right now. Yeah, when they cut out, like, getting airplanes, getting, like, like train travel, like, intermediate travel, mm-hmm. like, they should, add, like you said, like, add more to it, like, as much as they can. Like, make getting to the pit stop more complicated or get, you know, get extra bonus root info tasks or something like that. Mm-hmm. Which I like this, this time they did it uh, with like the cheese or the, the cheese, the milk. And, and then obviously like having to kayak. They yeah. sort of did it last time with that photo to the pit stop, which is not like mm, super, super hard, but like, it's still better than just like, come here. Mm-hmm. So. Jared, I think you thought this was the end of all ends, right? Did I get that right? <laughs> um, I mean, it was up there. Uh, but it did give me like triggering like flashbacks to uh, the nuns losing on <laughs> when paddling to the pit stop on Amazing Race Australia, uh, which I'm still not over. It was good. I like that. Um, like we've mentioned, that it was something else. It kind of extended the episode out a bit. I did think it was weird. I swear, Kim and Penn did just bring their bags with them in like the kayak. Um, maybe I'm wrong, but I swear there was just somebody had like a bag in front of them. Um, so it was weird to me then when after them we get this like big like reading of the clue of like you can't take your bags with you, you've got to leave them behind. But and I did love Lulu and Lala being so out of sync and whoever in the back saying like you need to paddle on the right hand side and then the person <laughs> in the front just not listening and be like, I, I, well I can't tell what you're doing, you're behind me. It's like it doesn't matter, I just need you to paddle on this side. Do you know you're left and right? It's like it was a really good moment. And like we were getting like uh the, the girl in the back saying like, oh, you got to do it this way or do it that way. And then she was doing the, the same thing too. She would say, you got to pedal on the left. Do you know which way? And then she would paddle on the left too. It's like, you're supposed to like either be super in sync, like doing it together or like, like they were trying to do opposite. Like it was just, they could not communicate for anything. And they dropped mm-hmm. significantly because of this. They were their second. And then the teams just showed up really quickly, and all of a sudden they were overtaken so quickly. And they seemed to be love. I did love sharing Akbar's um, positivity throughout this as well, and like their optimism of like, yeah, we've got really good upper body strength. This is our challenge. I'm like, this is definitely not going to be the case, but okay. Well, I believed it more that than like if they had to do a sprint to the race. Well, it's true. Like, they're Division I basketball players, they have good upper body strength, they can get through it. I mean, they had to give us something because otherwise it would be so obvious. Like, they had to throw us some little shred of, like, something, you know? Yeah. I, it seemed pretty obvious, like, at this point that you assume that Sherry and Akbar were gone. Was that a question? Uh, no, but yes. 
<laughs> and then you paused. I was like, is that okay? I mean, he was I mean, rhetorical. <laughs> it was both. I mean, yes, I just it seems very think obvious. About it. <laughs> Don't answer. Just think. Let it sit in your head. Okay. Uh, what, what, at what point, Kristen, would you say that you felt like, oh, it's, it's them. They're gone. Was it before um, I think it, it honestly I thought that it was probably they were probably done when they were the last ones to leave the roadblock like really early on I honestly believed that Ryan and Dusty could possibly be eliminated and it was only because there was a weird comment from Natalia that like it must have just been like a weird way of her phrasing it but she said something like oh Ryan and Dusty they were they were like the team to beat. And I was like, they were the team to beat? Like, what does that mean? And I was confused. And so I was like, oh, maybe they get eliminated. And that was like some weird little, because you guys keep talking about how they keep throwing in like random things that spoil the episode. I was like, maybe that's one of them. But yeah, once they, once they were leaving the roadblock and last, I didn't think they had much of a chance to catch up. There are some teams that like, you know, like Ryan and Dusty, I had no doubt that once I saw what that challenge was, that they were going to be able to catch up. I didn't think that with the rafting that they would be able to catch up. Like, didn't Akbar say he's like 275 pounds? Like, I can't imagine that's like fun in a kayak either. Like a little floating thing. I don't know. You could tell that their, their kayak was weighed down a little more than some of the other teams when they were <laughs> yeah. sitting in it. Um, which definitely doesn't help for like traveling through. Yeah. The, um, like I was worried that when they got to the roadblock, I'm like, Oh, is this another one Sherry's going to have to do again? <laughs> Because they made that weird comment that we talked about in that height first height challenge mm-hmm. that he couldn't do it. Then he couldn't do the next one. And then I was mm-hmm. like, are they going to do it again? That she has to do these roadblocks. Maybe they wouldn't have finished in last if she did. Oh, whatever now. <laughs> I mean, sick burn. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know who? You know who competed in really hard roadblocks and didn't get their team eliminated? Sherry. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Akbar is. In pain listening to this podcast. <laughs> he's, a, he's a big fan, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, the whole gr- ending was great, though. You know, Ryan and Dusty, like, screaming <laughs> as they get up to the mat, <laughs> ripping off their jackets. The girls are losing it. That was great. And then it got weird when Phil was like, tell them what team they are. That was, that was really weird. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not like they didn't know. Like, it's different if they were, like, like scattered around and then they like show up and it's like wait i don't know where we are i haven't seen teams all day they've seen everyone all day and then when they had them tell like fifth place i'm like that's like almost an insult they're like hey guys we came in set we came in third you guys are fifth like i don't know it was it was a very weird move from phil yeah it's not like they were like fifth the whole they were like ahead of fifth at one point and then they like fell back like it's just like a like boo you sting kind of moment like yeah phil's just trying to be cutting the season he was so like i said last episode, he was so rude to arun and Natalia. he's like you're late and the pit stop reader had to leave <laughs> like the dog's bedtime yeah anyway it was just a weird ending um and then akbar and cherry show up though they were trying to sell it too like when lulu and lala showed up they're like hey another team's checking in and they all turn but they don't show us who it is until like they like get around the corner or like they're right at the shoreline or something. So they're like even still trying to sell us that oh maybe Akbar and Sherry caught up. Uh, but no, they unfortunately came in last and were eliminated. And I'm sad to see them go. Pretty quiet send out for them for a team that like got like pretty it could get pretty explosive and like you know vocal and like in the episodes like they kind of went on a quiet note. 
like no arguing this episode at all. Nothing like they seem pretty chill and it, it was just sad to see them go. I cackled so hard when Sherry was like, I, I believe that he did what he thought was his best. It just, it wasn't good enough today. <laughs> like you're not going to tell somebody that doing their best wasn't good enough. It was so funny. Yeah. I was trying to save some grace. I think he was like saying something. It was like, you know, we're, you know, we're just trying, we're doing our best. They, they were just like, and it was just like, the way she kept wording it is was like, it's what he, he thought was his best. <laughs> she was trying to get him back with, from that first episode comment. <laughs> it was like so quietly vicious. It was incredible. But they, but they were, they were good. I'm, I was very happy to see their turnaround, like episode one and everyone was like, oh, how could he say that to her? And like, mm-hmm. this was horrible to like now it's just like she's just trying to get him back at the end too. <laughs> like the turnaround for them was great. Mm-hmm. And I, and I, I love them. But, who might not have loved them with our preseason predictions. Oh, we have to figure out where we put Akbar and Sherry in the um, new predictions, the drop drop the four, keep the seven style. Let's see. Because of the restart, I had them finishing in second place. <laughs> so, <laughs> not very good. Colin has them finishing in fifth, so he was pretty close. Jared, in the new predictions, you have them finishing in third place. You had quite a bit of hope. Kristen, you had Akbar and Sherry in sixth, so you were right on. Hell yeah. And your AI, could your AI take it? Could they, Ryan and Dusty, from the back of the pack and steal it from you? No, because they said fourth, so you get the point this week, Kristen. Crushed it. Me and my AI teamed up. <laughs> yeah, just like a, ganging up on us, <laughs> trying to overtake it. <laughs> so, so far, the total tally of the two teams eliminated is <laughs> one point for you and one point for your AI. So, the dream team. <laughs> yeah, you two are the Ryan and Dusty coming up trying to take it away from us. Uh, all right, so let's looking ahead to our fifth place. If it's going to be elimination, that is, who knows? It might be not elimination. They might alternate. We'll see. So my fifth place is Aruna and Talia, which mm. is potentially possible. So we can mm-hmm. see that. Um, Jared, you had, or not Jared. Colin had Aqua and Cherry, so that's not happening. Jared, you have Lala and Lulu, which is very hit or miss. They're all over the place at this point of the race. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kristen, you have Kim and Penn in fifth. Yeah, not great odds. I don't see that. No. For you, and your AI has Lala and Lulu next, so another potential point for your team. But, yeah. That was interesting. I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, anyway, yeah. <laughs> we're done. I don't know. Any final thoughts? Kristen, you have any final thoughts? Mm, Sherry's, right. Sherry's a queen. I love that. <laughs> Sherry's forever a queen. I I am really sad to see them go. Like, but I was thinking about this that uh like I like all of these teams. Like that's not super common for me on a show like this, but I don't like really like, I'm not really strongly rooting against anybody, which I I don't feel like has ever happened to me before. Um I did I tweeted something um 
about being crushed about Akbar and Sherry leaving. And one of my Twitter friends, Ari Ferrari, said, this show is fucked up. It got me rooting against the dude that served prison time by mistake. And I thought that was funny because there is, like, no one to root, no one to root against this season. Like, it's weird. Um, but, yeah, I will forever miss Sherry and Akbar. At least Sherry I will miss. <laughs> Jared, final thoughts. Eulogize our eliminated team. I'm going to miss them so much as well. Uh, Sherry was a roadblock legend, um, just constantly conquering <laughs> her fear of heights every single episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think most of all, I'm just going to miss from her, her saying, shut up, <laughs> which <laughs> like the fact that to me, that's such like a tame comment, but it got Akbar so riled up every time she said it, like he was so hurt <laughs> every time she just was like, shut up. <laughs> like. I'm really going to miss that. And the fact that we didn't get a shut up this episode was a letdown as well. Like, I wish she just had said it to him at some point. But I also loved oh, just the Division One athlete throwbacks all the time. <laughs> um, them thinking that just, like, the passion of being a Division One athlete was somehow going to shine through. I also loved all of Akbar's excuses throughout the roadblock. I'm like, I'm how, how much weight. And now that I'm wet, I'm, like, 100 pounds more. And, like, that whatever else. Um was really good, and I, I do hope that somebody else, like another of the teams, kind of steps up to the place in, like, the argument department. I feel like there's potential mm-hmm. for Lulu and Lala to fill that void. Um, but, yeah, they're going to be missed. Yeah, they were great. From episode, Villains Episode 1 to, like, great team that we are, like, now sad to see go. Um, not that we're particularly excited to see anyone leave, like, but it's still sad. They were, they were they ended up becoming my favorite team, and... Uh, I guess I'm just gonna have to root for Dusty now because he's making me just, laugh. Con- just Dusty, because <laughs> he's making me laugh the most. So, uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, like Chris said, I'm not really rooting for anyone in there against anyone in particular. So this is just like an exciting to see what happens going forward. I like all the teams, so I'm just excited to see what happens next. Hopefully, it's an exciting episode, more drama. Uh, hopefully, Lala and Lulu get into more fights. Otherwise, it's gonna be very kumbaya season. And we don't want that. At least Colin definitely doesn't want that because he loves when teams fight and fail. So, but yeah, that's it. Kristen, thank you for coming back for this exciting episode. You're welcome. And Jared, thank you for finishing in time to show up. No problem. That's it. Stay tuned and we'll see you next week. Thanks for downloading this episode from the Oz Network. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to the podcast by Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or by copying our RSS feed into your preferred podcast provider. And while you're there, please drop us a rating and leave us some feedback. You can also be sure to stay up to date with all the latest episodes and happenings from the show, as well as find out how you can get involved in upcoming episodes by following our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as getting everything you need under one roof at theoznetwork.net. Thanks once again for listening, and we'll speak to you next time.